The Movie Hour, episode 223, March 19th, 2013. During this episode, you will hear the third round of voting for our March Madness superhero bracket, as well as some spoilers. Enjoy the show, everyone. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our show, the Tom Hardy Boys Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, and I'm excited you are all here to join us for our continued trek through March Madness superhero competition, this uh, this epic event that we've created all in our heads. It's fantastic. This odyssey. Right, right the odyssey, if you will. <laughs> of course. As you just heard, we have others in studio with me tonight. My brother James and everyone's favorite Jeff are here. Welcome back, gentlemen. Hey, kids. Hello. It just occurred to me after listening to several episodes in a row that I think you're being sarcastic when you call me the greatest. Uh, did I call you the greatest? I called you everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Right, right. right. I think I'm the greatest. <laughs> yeah, you're being sarcastic when you call me everyone's favorite. I don't think that's true. I um, I, I think everybody, I think everybody has you as their favorite something. <laughs> okay. it's, it's possible completely possible face to punch <laughs> oh man and if uh jeff myself and uh james wasn't a big enough party for everybody we have our famous mr josh here tonight to help us judge some movies welcome back mr josh hey thanks that sounds just as sarcastic as uh jeff's greatest. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i feel like we're in the league episode when no ruxin like- can't uh be non-sarcastic about anything like just i love it. it's a great idea rafi you know, like just totally should do it uh yeah get rafi on the show is what we need to do oh, god i wish i wish <laughs> guy's great um was it you that was talking about like his uh his interview where he's just like yeah i pretty much play every nationality that's not white and all the tvs and t- like tv shows <laughs> movies like, i'm a german for, right like first i'm mexican then i'm middle eastern then I'm, yeah it's um uh, pretty funny guy i wish i knew his name we're gonna have to get the interns on that uh but it's been uh about seven days about seven days that's kind of what we do here that's how we roll and there's been a lot of uh i don't know like a little bit of a lashing out on where the the bracket has gone of course i'm talking about the march madness superhero uh bracket version that we started uh last week and did some some voting on it's been at the gunkbit.com you can see it there and see uh uh, I think we put up a, a link on Facebook. And it's interesting, to say the least, where the seeds have ended up. Of course, myself, uh, Jeff, and James did round one voting. And then we had our guest host, uh, Karen, last week. And now Josh is here. And he's to going undo to undo all their own. <laughs> to, <laughs> to, make, to make very you know rational decisions on what movies he thinks should move on from the Sweet 16 to the Whatever, my bracket shit already. Yeah. <laughs> It's all over. Yeah, that is the uh, the other. I forgot that uh, other dynamic to this is James, myself, and Jeff put together a uh, a bracket to see who could guess the closest of of how uh, which movies would make it to the end, which we'll get to. We'll get to all that. But it has been a while, uh, Mr. Josh, since we've had you on the show last. And I was curious. I asked KPW this last week, and I know it, your situations would be similar, but. What have you been doing in the last couple of months in terms of movies? Like, you caught anything interesting? Any uh, any new favorites coming up? Yeah, let me tell you about the wonderful world of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about Disney movies. I, I got to tell not. you, my, my movie-going experience in the last 12 months has been nothing but, like, animated crap. I even went to go see um, a Barbie movie, some Barbie thing they turned into a movie. At the theater? Oh. At the theater. It was like it was like a three-bucks thing, and I, we were bored, and Allie wanted something to do with my daughter. And, you couldn't uh, get in with, like, proofs of purchase or anything? Well, that's the thing. We got in, and... Uh, 
when we got into the theater up on the screen it was like a computer. It, you, you, there was like a, a desktop background. Yeah, right, yeah. All they do is just click something and it just, I was like, this is horrible. I, I got gypped out of my $2. <laughs> I want my $2. God, yeah. that is, that's that's awesome. This you, is what it's come to. You I got what you deserve is what you got. Lincoln yeah. or Silver Linings Playbook and instead it's Barbie <laughs> Rise of the Twin Bitches or something. Yeah, so like, sounds worth it. <laughs> Barbie movie, huh? <laughs> They made a different twist since last time I caught up. Yes. Uh, so you haven't been able to catch any? Like, I know you and Karen had caught Hoss of Cars if you haven't caught any good movies on Netflix. On um, Netflix. I, I, you know what? I watched one the other day that was kind of interesting called I Melt With You. I don't know if you, any of you guys have ever seen it. No? Uh, Thomas Jane, Jeremy Piven, nice. Rob Lowe are in it. I don't want to make it a super long review or anything right, like right. that. But um, it's just about four guys in like their like late 30s who get together every year every summer at this cabin and just like partying, get drunk and do all kinds of drugs. And uh, uh, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but it, but I, I, I looked into it because they said it was one of the most 10 most disturbing movies streaming on Netflix. So I figured I'd give it a try and it had a good cast. <laughs> but anyway, it turns categories on Netflix. No, <laughs> it was just a website that I saw that oh. this was on. And uh, so anyway, halfway through it, it turns really dark. I don't want to. So, so when next week or next uh, March when we do top sixty four most disturbing movies, we have to make sure that this is uh, right. this is on the list. So right. it's a, wait, I know you don't want to get too much into it or spoil anything, but should we watch this? Yes, I I, th- I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah. Well, Car- Carla Gugino is in it, so yeah, Carla Gugino's in it too yeah. as an officer. So yeah, you know that's something. So juxtapose watching that with like Wreck It Ralph like thirty <laughs> minutes later. That's basically my life is. Oh my God! Going between disturbing shit on Netflix and Barbie. <laughs> You're to build a second personality, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to become complete psychopath. Yeah. There you go. Bipolar. Bipolar. Yeah. Passive aggressive. That's what I was looking for. Bipolar. Just cra- crying and laughing from day to day. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I know we've talked about House of Cards a million times, so I don't want to get into that. Uh, Again, but you guys should totally watch it. I know everyone here has watched it other than Jim. Did but you see it, Greg? I did. I did. Oh, you did? Good. And that's why we were talking a little bit off uh, before the show, talking about who's and what. And I was bringing up how the girl, Peter Russo, Russo's uh, girlfriend's The Cabin of the Woods girl. And um, I should ha- know her name, but I don't. Uh, but there are there's one other gigantic thing that I know you guys you know have to know. And it's this is mainly, you know, it's close to my heart because I reviewed this movie, uh, the Hansel Gretel Vampire Hunters uh, movie that came out. And by the sequel? way, sequel. What's that? Sequel? Yeah, sequel's greenlit. It's happening. Jesus. Nice. Totally. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. So if you, like, Wix, this movie's right up your alley to begin with. Oh, it's They're, Renner, right? So. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's your boy. Yeah. Well, ever since SWAT, you know, this is your yeah. boy, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're making fun of me for that? It sounds like you're making fun of me. <laughs> are you being sarcastic again? Are you, sarcastic? are you making fun of me? Uh, yeah, That's but great. Apparently, yeah, he was making fun of you, all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, it made 200 million globally it's hit that mark and uh apparently that's i didn't know this but apparently will ferrell was one of the producers so him adam mckay and kevin messick decided to uh say it's time for number two number two it already was number two (laughs) (laughs) zing oh we are off to a fantastic start (laughs) 
but I just, you know, I had to let everyone know, all those just avid fans that were just dying sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to figure out if there was going to be a sequel to this movie. And of course, it's happening. It's absolutely happening. I'm going to spend the rest of the podcast researching what idiots went to go see that movie and made it worthwhile to make a second one. Yeah. Find their addresses. Like I don't think it'll take that long to figure that out because there probably didn't get that many people, but apparently it made like 45 million domestic. All the big money was uh, worldwide, right? Which gets us to another topic of the day. And that is the fantastic box office numbers from last weekend. I know we've, we've talked as uh, great and powerful before uh, last week, James and I saw it. Wix, um, does that on your list at all or no? On to, my list to, of... catch it, to watch Oh, uh, great and powerful. Does probably not in the theater, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's tons of stuff I'd love to go see. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we want. In your dream world, would you go see this movie? That's, yes, what, that's absolutely. what we want to um, But we have uh, uh, the one thing I wanted to mention, which is part of my movie review, is The Incredible Burt Wonderstone was released this, this weekend. The Jim Carrey, Steve Carell, uh, Olivia Wilde vehicle made $10 million opening weekend, which it, it was only a budget of 30 so it's going to be fine, but... I just found it pretty hilarious. I guess Steve Buscemi is a big part of it too. But um, and then the other movie, The Call, which was the Abigail Breslin um, and what's that girl's name? Allie Berry. Allie Berry. Uh, the movie actually even made more, eighteen million on its opening weekend. But of course, number one was Oz the Great and Powerful. So everybody that's hoping for a whole uh, Oz saga, it's coming your way. Don't you worry about that. Sam Brazilians. Raimi. Sam Raimi loves doing trilogies. I'll tell you. He does. Brazilians, by the way. They were the ones that saw Hansel and Gretel the most. Oh yeah, the Brazil the Brazilians were the ones that pushed it to the two hundred million marks. <laughs> Out of all the foreign countries, they were that. You called your Brazilian guy really quick. Yep. It's like, yeah, dude, we love it here. <laughs> we, what what accent was that? That's <laughs> some sort of former Yugoslav. <laughs> Probably some some former Yugoslavian accent. We love it. <laughs> I know what it was. Uh, yeah. So you're talking about Sam Raimi. You know they're remaking Evil Dead, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. on. It's on its way soon. And our everyone's favorite uh, writer was the one that got to do the script. What's that chick's name? That did Diablo Cody. Yeah, Diablo oh, Cody. She did it. Yeah. Oh, she's that chick who writes for EW or something. Right? She's the chick that she is true, yeah. shouldn't be doing too much writing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it looks bad. And I was talking. I was talking to front of the show frequent co-host uh, P about it. And I think it was even Mary talking about how another another friend of the show, even Mary, even Mary, how they really should just take Evil Dead, the original or Evil Dead 2, you know, whatever. Interchangeable. Right. Interchangeable. <laughs> like dial it up a little bit and just resell it. Like, they, why don't why not just re-release Evil Dead? You might as well. You'll probably make more money than putting out a new Evil Dead. Just you wanted to spend any like I'm guessing they didn't spend any money on this movie to begin with. But. Just long as they keep the tree rape in. It looks. It, it does look yeah, like. Yeah, if there. you've seen the trailer, it looks like it's gonna happen. But oh, good. Oh, oh good. good. <laughs> oh, like a good forest rape. Uh, spoiler alert. They all <laughs> love one. Yeah. Uh, so, done with box office. Let's get, let's get past that. Let's move past it. We'll move past it, and we'll go to. Uh, I know Jeff had some uh, things to say about Jim's favorite new movie. So, Jeff, how about we do uh, start with you on what you caught this week? Yeah, I, I went uh, with the wife and saw Silver Linings Playbook, and um, I think what happened is that I suffered from high expectations. I think if I had gone into this movie thinking that it was going to be basically a 
romantic comedy with like a little bit extra to it than I would have liked it. But I expected this to be like the type of movie that gets nominated for an Oscar. Um, <laughs> like six Oscars. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it just, it wasn't that at all. I, I like, I was incredibly unimpressed. It was like, I just, I, I don't know. I, I got very little out of it. That's, I don't, I, I mean, what I don't want to take a whole lot of time harping on it. Just, I, there wasn't much to it. I didn't think. What did lovely race? I think. Same thing, actually. <laughs> Same thing. Which is, it's an incredibly <laughs> rare thing that we actually agree uh, on. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence acted above the rest at all, deserving Oscar. I mean, no? she, she was fine. I, I didn't see the rest of the movies, I guess, but she, like, she was ignorable, but I, I no, she I plays mean, the I, nympho or something, right? Sort of, yeah, yeah but kinda. not in like a hot way, <laughs> in a depressing way, really. Um, like like a real life nympho, not like a you know movie, <laughs> <laughs> not a sex pot kind of way. Right. Well, I'm liking where this podcast is going. I like this. <laughs> um, it's cool. Well, I guess uh, I won't have to catch that movie. Although Jim, you gave it a pretty decent review, right? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I kind of was turned off by all the uh, <clears throat> the uh, trailers and stuff, so I was kind of surprised that it was doing so well. So I decided to give it a try. We went with. I took my my mama. And I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Mm. <laughs> I like the mixture of the humor and what seriousness they did have in it. Conflicting stories. This is interesting. I'm going to have to decide for myself. Mm. You don't have to. That's I'm going to go see Transformers 4 when it comes out. I'm going to take a pass. <laughs> Transformers. Is that coming? Oh, uh, Probably. Yeah, but it's a reboot. Don't worry it's about it. All new actors. <laughs> is Michael Bay involved? Yes. You guys don't know this? Haven't we talked about this? We haven't before? talked about this, or if we did, I was about really this. drunk. Yeah, Michael Bay is making a new Transformers movie, and it's not going to have any of the same actors in it, but it's it's technically not supposed to be a reboot either. It's supposed to be a continuation of the story, and it's... I don't... It's going to be what uh, What's-His-Face did at the bottom of the ocean in between movies. James Cameron? No. Well, <laughs> that's a good subplot, though. <laughs> right. Oh, you're talking about Megatron. Uh, Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> he runs into James Cameron. That's a great idea. I, it is a good idea. I completely yeah. thought you were talking about James Cameron. You just went on and just decided to go. I just thought it was a really good well. joke, but you weren't even kidding. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, yeah. Cameron's he is uh, a part of the credit cast. That's some shit. What's that, Jeff? Mark Wahlberg is part of the credited cast for this new. Uh, oh. <clears throat> So you're, you're realizing the world that fills my nightmares. Um, yeah, that. Then we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles getting ruined by Michael Bay. It's going to be fantastic. Jesus um, Christ. Good, do good couple the, subs. Yeah, I can't think of anything anymore. You know what? I'm done blaming Michael Bay. Let's let's blame the society that made him. Yep, that's possible. Blame the violence on TV. <laughs> Josh, what do you think? Transformers 2 or Transformers 1? Which one's better? That would assume that I've seen Transformers <laughs> 2. Are you serious? No, it's all right. Um, I want to get to the the movie I caught, which I didn't have that many intentions in, in watching until I realized how much it was bombing, and I decided that Steve Carell could use my money. But I decided to catch the incredible Burt Wonderstone, which... You have, like, Stockholm Syndrome. I really do. <laughs> I really do. And uh, the incredible Burt Wonderstone, which made an uh, incredible $10 million over the opening weekend... There's people that saw the trailer, and it looks the trailer doesn't look bad, and you get an idea sense it of those. <laughs> it looks terrible. It doesn't look bad, um, at least in my eyes. And you you get from the trailer kind of the the plot of the movie. You have Steve Carell playing 
Burt Wonderstone, a guy who's actually a good magician and started started be uh, started as a magician when he was really young because he was told by Alan Arkin's uh, TV magic kit set that he bought that everybody loves a magician and loves magic. So if he can do that, he can you know make people like him. So him and Steve Buscemi, who's another childhood friend, turn into a pair of magicians, and they end up you know everything's going great for them. They get set up at a in Las Vegas playing at Bally's. That's your that's your favorite place, right, Jim? Bally's. Um, that's and, where the Sabaro shop is. It's really good. Yeah, Sabaro. <laughs> believe it or not, Sabaros. Uh, so <laughs> I, I don't believe it. If that's it's a choice, crazy. I definitely don't believe yeah, it. It's crazy. <laughs> Biggest question: Are you up or down at Bally's in terms of money? Um, Bally's, I'm probably up. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, good to me. So, we get introduced to that whole plot in the first 15, 20 minutes, and you get to realize that they've been doing the same show, the same gig for 10 years straight, and Steve Carell and Steve Buscemi have split apart, and Olivia Wilde plays the recently uh, promoted assistant, and also you know, kind of sees what kind of bullshit, like she used to uh, look up to Burt Wonderstone and now she knows how much of a dick he is. And he seems to be kind of uh, <clears throat> turned into a megalomaniac. And anyhow, they split up. And of course it turns into a, Oh, well I'm no good on my own. You obviously see the trailers with Jim Carrey. He plays like a street act guy who pretty much runs around. And instead of doing so much magic, he'll just do feats of strength. Like, okay, let me sit on burning coals and stuff like that. He'll mix pieces of magic in with it too illusions by the way is what we're really talking about not magic just illusions illusions. uh so where this movie fails a couple places opening credits i'm curious how many hundreds of dollars the writer for this got because it is just bad um there are some parts oh no what john francis daly helped write it oh god Who's Sweets. John Francis Daly? He's the kid from uh, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Oh, he no. Plays, he plays... Uh, he's on Bones now. <laughs> he was in... Um, uh, waiting, was No, yeah, he yes. was. Yes. He was the kid in Waiting, yeah. Which yeah. makes sense, because he has a small part in this movie, too. When, yeah. like, Steve Buscemi pretty much breaks his... Like, it's pretty much the... The, the great fall that happens between Burt Wonderstone and Anton Marvelton, the Steve-Steve combo. Uh Busemi breaks his ankles, and uh, um, whoever you just said, John uh, Francis Jonathan, Daly, or yeah, yeah, John Francis Daly. I was like, man, with too many guy named Freedom. They play paramedics. Yep, he plays a paramedic that picks him up. I want to name Freedom. That's Freedom. His name's Freedom. That's awesome. The other guy's name was him. Uh, well, anyhow, um, it seems like toward the end when it's supposed to be the like the big. Um, climax of the movie when Steve Carell runs into Alan Arkin's character again in his old age and he rekindles his love for magic and he gets the band back together and there's this giant competition to pretty much win a show at the new uh, casino in Vegas. It's just so, I don't know, anticlimactic. It's the exact opposite. Like they meet up, it's supposed to be this crazy show and their giant trick is to make the audience disappear, which to do so, spoiler alert, um, they end up pretty much drugging the entire audience with a small, like, <laughs> noted uh, 
pretty much earlier in the show they bring up like in Africa there's a nation addicted to this leaf that makes them pass out that's like one minute of dialogue 30 seconds of dialogue and then 20 and sure later, really they say you know what we can do we can make them disappear we can make them all go to sleep by drugging them with that leaf that you know about from 20 minutes ago and that's their giant trick where they just drug everybody in the in the audience and make them appear somewhere else and it's I know that sounds stupid, and that's because it is stupid. Yeah, I was say, you do a good job of yeah, communicating exactly how bad this movie it's is. It's bad. Um, the other thing that kind of attracted me to this movie is Jim Carrey. Um, I would say that out of Jim Carrey, you know, out of people in the world, there's a percentage of people that like Jim Carrey. Out of that percentage, I... <laughs> I like where this is going. I'm probably... I'm probably at the like 40th, like you know, the 40 percentile. Like I'm, I'm lukewarm in the the liking Jim Carrey band, and he really hasn't appeared in a movie since Mr. Popper's Penguins of 2011, and he's supposed to be in Kick-Ass 2, which I know Mr. Josh here, you got to be pretty excited for that. Saw the Red Band trailer, it's yep. awesome. Yep, and I'm I'm excited to see the Jim Carrey comeback. Like I'm hoping there will be some kind of a revitalization of his career. And this movie definitely didn't help. Um, he comes up a little, uh, I don't know, like some of the stuff he does, like there's probably half and half. It's all physical comedy things, which Jim Carrey obviously knows how to do. It's just, you know, same same joke 30 years later scenario. And it kind of comes off as a little sad. Uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey, just stop. It's just sad. And I think he's got it in him. I, I, there is power within him to be good. And he's just using it for evil right now. And hopefully... Hopefully he gets a chance to uh, make amends. The there are a couple other characters, as I mentioned, Al Arkins in here. He plays the the old magician. He's you know kind of phones it in, but he's all right. Jay Moore actually has more than three minutes of dialogue in this movie, and he doesn't do too badly either. Uh, and yeah, Olivia Wilde's throwaway character. That's uh, all. Don't say that. You bite your tongue. Well, he's <laughs> supposed to be the love interest, and of course, again, the love interest isn't even developed. And there's a part where they're supposed to like make up, and Steve Carell and Olivia Wilde, and immediately, like, he just goes into, "Oh, they're having sex now!" Like, didn't they just, you know, like they're pretty much Steve Carell offers them a job or offers her her a job, and they just have sex immediately afterwards. I'm like, okay, I guess that's how it works. I thought women have to make it. Right, right. It's sad, well, but true. It's, it's bad, um, and not even that sad, really. <laughs> considering, <laughs> just can. Treat it as a favor from me to you guys. I watched this movie so you guys didn't have to. And uh, Steve, was... Greg, let me tell you something. Whether you had watched this movie or not, there is no way in hell I would have watched it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I expected this kind of thing, like this kind of movie from Steve Carell, Olivia Wilde, even Jim Carrey. But Steve Buscemi, I expected more out of you. I really did. And uh, we're just going to have to, I don't know, man. I don't know. He actually wrote Horrible Bosses as well. Interesting. Interesting. Who, John Francis Daly? Yeah. Yeah. JFD. I, I'm trying to back him because I just found out he's, he was born in my hometown. So. I just watched that yesterday. Kind of funny. Which movie? Horrible Bosses. Oh, I still haven't seen it. Are you a Charlie Day fan? Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's so good in that movie, too. He's, yeah. He really is. So I guess now is as good as time as any to do our continuation of the Odyssey as, as Jeff uh, so eloquently put Iliad, it. Iliad. We're, we're Iliad. I, we're the way. I like the ring of both of those for some reason. Not sure why. They both, both remind me of uh, some pretty epic events uh, of our March Madness uh, superhero competition. Which, by the way, I like. I haven't even brought this up, but 
obviously, you know, the real March Madness has begun. Well, I, you know, the March Madness that imitates our March Madness. That's right. And uh, yeah, MSU, U of M, going to be interesting, going to be awesome. Uh, are, is, is anyone actually going to make an effort? Uh, I'm guessing out of this show, not. But does anyone make know if it's going to get to uh, Auburn Hills for any of the games? Oh, no. Uh-huh. I don't want to watch Michigan lose in the first round. (laughs) I really don't want to catch that. You think San Diego State's going to beat Michigan? Well, South Dakota State, but it really doesn't matter. (laughs) It's exactly whatever. (laughs) It could be my high school and I'd pick that. I actually actually have Michigan going to the the Sweet 16, getting beaten by Kansas. I, I hope. I they do have an easy, only... easy road, or one of the yeah. easier roads of. I've, uh, I've got them going that far as well. I mean, you know, VCU. Uh, I don't think they're going to do what they did uh, a few years back, but you never know, I guess. Rock Jock Jayhawks. Yeah, I actually have MSU beating the Jayhawks in the final. Uh, I don't know Uh-oh. if that. Yeah, Uh-oh. See what happens. That might earn you bonus points, Jeffrey. Good work, buddy. Uh, so March Madness. Superhero bracket. We've been talking about it for a week and a little bit even before that. We we're plugging it. It's been on the on Gunga Pit. You can find the bracket there, plus our votes for the first round and second round, which again, last round we uh, had the votes put put to uh, decision by Karen, and now this week we will uh, put them to the the votes of Josh at least for the Sweet 16 and get us our Elite Eight. After that, we will have uh, another guest host, possibly two to finish off the voting and then we'll put up the bracket online for uh, a final vote to see who becomes the winner. So, uh, Mr. Josh, you know, your, uh, role here. Are you prepared? I believe so. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Now things will get a little heightened, a little intense. So if you need to take a break, just, uh, hit the buzzer or something and we'll, we'll see what happens. So the East is where we'll our start our adventure and the last decision that KPW made was the Marvels versus Avengers, uh, Marvels the Avengers versus Superman two, which is the one and nine seed, and she put Marvels through. So we've got the Avengers versus Batman Forever, which apparently eked out over Superman Returns. So both Superman w- Returns and Superman two got kicked out from these two movies, and now they're head to head. Who would you give the nod to get to uh, the lead eight, the Avengers or Batman Forever? Hmm. <laughs> now I'm gonna pretend and take a long time on this one. <laughs> it's Batman. Really, now, if G, of course, was yeah, yeah. Batman uh, Forever has its, you know, well, Jim Carrey. We were just talking about him. Actually, uh, I I didn't mind Batman Forever at all, but uh, why TLJ <laughs> TLJ anyone? <laughs> no, Avengers is by far and away the class. Now so. you actually got to the movie theater for that movie, right? Yes, I did. Actually, that's probably. <laughs> The One of the last time. two or three that I've that I've been been to in the theater, yeah. Wow. God damn, I am sad. Wow. <laughs> that last summer, that was last summer. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that came out in like like late spring. You know? well, I know. Yeah, last school year was still in session when that came out. I'm not doing a whole lot better than you. Don't feel bad, and I don't even have like a kid to you know blame everything on. So it's <laughs> that I can blame all my. <laughs> Why do you think people have kids? Like, hey, we have to leave this party. That's we right. have a kid. Oh, it's... I have to make sure to get back and feed the kid. Yes. So not not so surprising to the public at large, or you know maybe Jeff or James, but it kind of hurts that Batman Forever did not move past uh, move past this round. Although I have Marvels passing them too, because I expected this to happen. I expected this to happen. You're, you're not guys. supposed to vote on expectations. All your ignorance. Yeah, I know. Um, Marvel's <laughs> Reserves was on. So the second matchup of the East, we have 
Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, which had passed Judge Dredd. No idea how, but it happened. KPW. <laughs> yeah, bad call. <laughs> bad call. That was an 11 seed, by the way. Uh, and then we have X-Men First Class, which passed Iron Man 2. Another interesting interesting choice, if I, I do. I couldn't disagree so. more with, with that one. X-Men First Class was all right for an X-Men movie, but it wasn't good. So we have a 7 seed. Although I guess it does have an Oscar winner in it. <laughs> sure does. Uh, the number 7 X-Men First Class versus the number 11 Hellboy 2. Mr. Josh, what do you think? Uh, well, I saw like an hour of Hellboy 2 and then turned it off. So. <laughs> Not a good sign for Hellboy yeah. because of your choice, you mean? What? Because of choice or you had to go do something? No, because of choice. Okay, okay. <laughs> because wow. of choice. So, yeah, I, I just, I, I like the first one, but the second one just... Mm. Yeah, the second one was a... I would rather stare at the television than like. <laughs> Fortunately for Hellboy 2, though, it's not a question of if it's good. It's a question of if it's better than better than, than first X-Men. class. Well, X-Men First Class has the wonderful Michael F. Assbender, yeah. so... This is true. I, I actually, I actually <laughs> heard that before, and it makes me. Gay. I actually like like that movie. So yeah, I'm gonna go with X Men First Class. All right. <laughs> F Aspender. Thanks. Josh. Now he's gonna walk around saying three weeks. Like, do it. Do it in a British accent. Sounds even better. Oh, Aspender. Aspender the third. <laughs> <laughs> So Marvel's Avengers and X-Men First Class move into the lead eight in the east, which gives us or puts us in the south region. James, take it away. This one's this is your horse. All right. Um, number 16 seed Flash Gordon continues its improbable but logical journey towards the top. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it has to face the juggernaut um, Superman Returns. And um, yeah. Is Superman three? Superman three? No, Superman Returns. Yeah. Oh, ah, I see. <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, Superman three, a twelve. The answer, the answer is the same either way, Jim. Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually like Superman Returns too, but no, Flash Gordon. It's looking like it may be, you know, faded here. Destiny. Yeah, what you're thinking, Flash Gordon? Flash Gordon for sure. Yeah, it's like, uh, Villanova and whenever that was. That's right. <laughs> Villanova in that year, that March, man. Um, very good. Yeah, very I good. don't know how Superman, like the fact that Superman 3 made it this far to begin with is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> but the best thing about Superman 3 is being referenced in Office Space. That's right. About- <laughs> that is the best thing I have going for it. I'll agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, the other matchup in this region is number three, X-Men Last Stand versus... Number seven, Superman, mm. the classic original. Oh, it's actually kind of a tough one. Um, <laughs> kind of a tough one. Yeah. Let me. Uh, if you want the answer, I can give it to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the answer don't, key don't right here. <laughs> don't, don't tell me I know. I know. Um, you know I'm what? Gonna go, I'm going to go with Superman here. Are you doing what? I'm going to go with Superman. There's another summer. Eh, can we talk today? Another, another. Bleh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Another seven seed. There, I got it. Michael F. Ashbender. <laughs> so wait, you picked Superman over Batman Returns? Heck yeah, I did. So that's wait, a over six, X-Men The Last Stand? Yeah, Superman over X-Men The Last Stand. Uh, right, it's because uh, Karen didn't pick the right one. I forgot. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. I'm behind on jokes. Sorry. Sorry. I was getting all the confused with the babbling and the babbling and stuff. So Flash Gordon, let me make sure I've got this right. Flash Gordon and Superman move on. 
This is correct. Well, it looks somebody's brackets coming into uh, coming to fruition here. Really? It's not bad except for that one. <laughs> that somebody is not me. I'm certain of that. <laughs> Speaking of not you, let's move to you for the Midwest, Jeff. Take care ah, of this. Crap. All right. Well, this is the most boring bracket because we all know that you're going to fix your wife's horrible mistake oh, here. Oh, um, oh, oh. All right. So the dark, the dark Knight pushed through, uh, and nobody, no, no, to nobody's real surprise, had to beat Watchmen in the last round. Uh, no, no lightweight, but still, you know, a significant victory. Um, Thor in a shocking, shocking victory to all parties involved, uh, beat Batman Begins. Uh, for at the five seed there, so we have a one seed, the Dark Knight versus the five seed Thor. Thor, you dirty, dirty bitch, you. Which is the inter- other interesting thing is both Thor and Batman Begins going into the the round before this had unanimous votes. Like both got to that point, and then uh, Karen had to drop the hammer on one of them, and it was Batman Begins. Got yeah, the, the wrong one. <laughs> it was the wrong one. She made the wrong choice. Yeah, there's no doubt about yes. it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm here to correct it. You, yeah, a big yeah, yeah. hand to Thor there, and uh, Dark Knight stomps them like the little bitches. And so, Thor, my... Thor made one, took one extra step, but just uh, got smashed. All right, and then the next one um, is my pick for uh, Dark Horse Champion, depending upon, I suppose, uh, you know, who picks. But I, I think that uh, I really think that th- that this one is is a team to watch. Uh, the Incredibles. <laughs> Who beat out? Uh, I think Blade. Yeah, Blade yep. versus Iron Man. Who, uh, in an unfortunate turn of events, beat out Teenage Mutant <laughs> <Ninja> Turtles. Uh, <laughs> another uh, mention. Got a two-three seed uh, or a two-three game. Iron Man versus the it, Iron Man being the two, the Incredibles versus being the three. Very tough call here. Yeah, yeah. Both, both are both are good movies, but uh, I actually. Jim and I and Karen have uh, before gone through some of these brackets and kind of did our own. And uh, The Incredibles was in a superhero made up one that we did earlier. And it won in my bracket. So it's going on to be. Yes, Wix, you're great. This is fantastic. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, Josh. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So. Iron Man, you're you're um, you're a fan of Iron Man, right? It's just not as good as the. Girl. Yeah, no, no, I liked Iron Man a lot. Oh, just that region, that region's deadly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't pick them, but I've been saying since day one, the Incredibles are an unbelievable giant killer. I, I wouldn't trust any team against the Incredibles. I'm not <laughs> I'm not betting money on that. Yeah, that's for sure. Completely agree. Completely agree. So, Dark Knight Incredibles moves on. So the one of the two come out come out of the Midwest. No no surprises, I guess. No surprises. So that's gonna be a good ooh, one. Ooh, I really like how Josh was doing this next one too. This is perfect. This is this is killing me though. Yeah. Okay. Let's. So yeah. the West. This is the one that's gonna kill me. The magnificent West. We have uh, at the top, the Dark Knight Rises at the number one seed, and not so much of a surprise, but definitely from uh, from the critics and the the rankings, we have a seeded thirteen kick ass makes it into the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, passing Hellboy, which was no easy feat either. Oh, so now you have the Dark Knight Rises, number one versus Kick-Ass, the 13 oh. seed, which oh. I think, aside from Flash Gordon, is the lowest seed still left in the tournament. Yes, it is. Oh, man. This Kick-Ass is like my own, <laughs> your, it's your my big own personal fighter here in the, in the contest. And Dark Knight Rises is great. I don't think it was as good as the Dark Knight, but... Um, I'm sorry. I'm just such in a believer in kick-ass. Kick-ass right. is moving on. I got to yes. move. Yes. Wow. Nice. Right. 
Nice. Right. Upset I alert. Upset alert. Oh, gas is passed. That's great. Made it so fucked. It's I like don't... you're looking at my bracket. It's great. <laughs> I, it's like you're looking at it and saying, it's like you're things. looking at that file I sent you. Good lord. So, uh, so 13 seeds still alive. So them and maybe Flash Gordon will meet in the the finals. We can we can only hope. You know that's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, Glory Grace Moretz is rolling over in her grave. Oh, wait, he's like 10. Um, so, gets us to our final matchup of the Sweet 16. Batman, the original Batman, which again, the Michael Keaton original Batman, uh, passed X-Men last round, Thank you, to, thanks to Karen. And Spider-Man 3 passed Unbreakable, Batman being a 3 seed, and Spider-Man 3 being a 2 seed. Not exactly sure how that's possible, but it happened. And now we are here at this decision, Mr. Josh. Wow. You know, Spider-Man 3, I'd be pissed that it got this far, but I'm looking at the teams it beat. Man, that's got to be like the worst side of a yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we yeah. really tried hard to get it past the shadow, but none of us yeah. had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's I had don't... an easy road. Till now. Yeah. It's had an yeah, easy road. Till now. Till now. Now it, it actually comes up against a movie worthy of kicking its ass, which uh, uh, I liked. Michael Keaton's Batman, and I'm taking it all the way. So nice, nice. Good. Michael Keaton's Batman moves on. Okay, we have a completed bracket, people, for the yes. Elite Eight. Eight teams left. How many? How many Elite Eight teams left? You guys got? Um, I, I'm sitting pretty at seven. I think. Wow. Uh, you have seven. I have. Seven. I do not have seven. I have six. I think I have four. I have six. Nice. So, uh, somebody voted their conscious. Their conscience. Uh, again, running down, running down our list here, and see if I can actually get this right because I didn't jot these down as we went through them. Marvel's The Avengers at the East will be facing off versus X Men First Class. Uh, in the South, we have the number sixteen seed Flash Gordon <laughs> staying alive versus the original Superman. Which Batman Returns should have beaten, but Batman Returns didn't get the chance. It's not fair. <laughs> fair. So we have a, uh, what is that, a 16 versus a 7 seed? All right, that's going to be interesting. Then we have, on the Midwest, the Dark Knight, no surprise, versus the jug- also Juggernaut, the Incredibles. We'll see uh, the one. That's the bracket of death right Yeah, there. that's. Yeah. Oh, God, it has already eliminated Batman Begins and the and Iron Man. Come on. It's going to be tough. And Power Rangers. <laughs> and Power Rangers. Not all 16 teams uh-huh. can be. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, in the West, the glorious West, we have Kick-Ass, the 13 seed that squeaks by the Dark Knight Rises, and another squeaker, Batman, beating the shit out of Spider-Man 3. Not so much a squeaker. Uh, the 3 versus a 13 seed. So that will be the new bracket updated. We'll put it up on gungapit.com, give, uh, give a spot on Facebook, the Movie Hour page as well. Pretty intense, Josh. Not as easy as it seems, being in the, the seat of judgment. Well, a couple tough ones, and I know I'll yeah. probably take guff from next week's... Uh... There are going to be speakers, you know. That's we're right. keep the host, uh, the guest host, uh, secret as long as possible. But you, you gave a clue there. You said something. There may be two, right? Yeah, maybe, perhaps. Ooh. You never know. There might be twins. You never. Know. Might be, we might have <laughs> the Coors Light twins. <laughs> the Coors Light twins. We might have on the show. They might be making decisions. Who knows? Who knows who we could chew your gum? We were in talks with uh, <laughs> with Michael F. Asmender's people to see if he, uh, if he could make it for the show. So That's sad. Yeah. Wouldn't be our first celebrity host. Last week we had uh, Corpse Richard Pryor. That's right. 
Absolutely true. Absolutely. <laughs> so maybe, it's not true. Next week we will get the uh, the decisions not only for next round, but also get us down to uh, the we'll get down to the final four and then the final matchup. Um, so yeah, that's it for our show today. James, Jeff, thank you so much for the input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah, drive safe, folks. Mr. Joshua, thank you so much, man. And hopefully, thank you guys. Any death Love threats you. as Karen got from last week? So. Um, we'll try to keep uh, the security up, but you did a good job. Thank you. This source is the this is the source of many nights of me sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that streak continuing tonight. You stuck to your guns, buddy. That's what matters most. That's stuck matters. for what matters, which uh, <laughs> as married as a married guy, I can tell you was the worst thing you could have possibly done. But you know, <laughs> good for you, I guess. Better you than me. This is why race is not allowed on the show. Oh. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, totally not allowed. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. The Tom Hardy Boys Movie Hour. We'll see you next week. We're going to be having you make some choices. I want to make sure you're coming in. (laughs) Thor sucks ass. (laughs) (laughs) And now is the time for reckoning. Incredibly mighty. Uh, for the fucking so <laughs> let's we'll go back to last up this last episode and when karen's about to give our answers we dub josh's voice in. <laughs> <It's not bad. laughs> <laughs> well, Karen, Don't make any, well you go two ways like just lower your voice like Batman, or do like the comically falsetto. I think Batman's the best. All right. <laughs> Thor's good, but Batman Begins is clearly the correct choice. <laughs> <laughs>